Hey guys, welcome to We Don't Know Them, a Toronto and Ottawa-based podcast where we try our best to answer your questions. I'm Maddie. And I'm Tia. And this is episode 50. Wild! Oh my gosh. I know. Did you think, like, when we started this... When did we start this? February last year? Yeah. That we would be hitting episode 50? No, to be completely honest, I was a little hesitant, like, to post, like, one, obviously, where we were getting over that hump of oh my god people are gonna listen oh my god it's embarrassing oh my god like I don't want people to listen but I do like mm-hmm. are they gonna hate it or are they gonna think it's dumb and then the other part of me was like do we really want to post it and make a big deal out of this if we're only gonna do like two episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we're gonna quit um yeah. because I feel like we could get bored of it quickly mm-hmm. um but it has been fun it's been fun yeah I fully anticipated that like we would not last more than like two episodes no no I wonder if, like, when I have children, if I'm going to, like, hide this or, like, let them listen to her. We're still going to be recording. What do you mean? Well, by the time they're <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> they're, like, 15. We've been doing it for 30. No, oh, that doesn't math doesn't work out. Go do your fucking homework. 20. I got to record a podcast. <laughs> you know this is mom's podcast time. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm recording. <laughs> by then we have like a full-on fucking studio in each of our houses yeah i have three kids they share one bedroom because i have a (laughs) podcast studio priorities okay (laughs) mommy's gonna make money (laughs) we still make zero (laughs) dollars yeah (laughs) she's hopeful she's hopeful one day one day one day someone will sponsor Um, us someone sponsor us yeah, but you know what, though? Especially now, I feel like it's good because it gives us a reason to, like, still talk now that you're in Ottawa. Because I feel mm-hmm. like we both get to the point where, like, at least I do, where I'm so depressed and so busy and just so exhausted all the time that, like, I'm really bad at texting people. Yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing, like, we stopped making the um, podcast and we just never talk again. <laughs> She's like Literally actually that the podcast again. turns out I hate your fucking guts. <laughs> that was it. That was the only thing holding it together. Honestly. Um but yeah, I mean I still think we text when things happen. Like I feel like we text every day, but um Yeah, because every day like, I'm complaining to you, saying that I hate my life. Absolutely, because we both hate our lives, so it's yeah. um you know. I feel like you're the only person that I can, like, really say how miserable I am without, like, being formed. (laughs) Without being what? Formed. Formed? Yeah, that's what they do at the hospital when they need to hold you, like, put you on a psych hold. Oh my god, really? Like, give you forms? What does that mean? No, there's, like, different levels, like, form one, form two, and it, like, depends on, like, how severe your psych hold needs to be. I don't know, sometimes (laughs) you send me a snap and I'm like, oh. That joke uh, is maybe getting uh, a little pushy. <laughs> uh, a little spicy. Don't know about this one. Should I check it on her? <laughs> Literally um, anyone else would be like, I don't think she's okay. And like, I'm not. No. But whatever. Yeah. It's this fine. I send, yeah, I send things to you. And then I send the less emotional uh, edited versions to my boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, literally to you, I'm like, I literally am holding back tears, I'm crying, I'm miserable, I hate my life, I can't do this, and then, like, I'm on a meeting, and five minutes later, like, hey, guys! <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
literally mid breakdown go on a call with my boss and she's like how's everything loving life so fantastic incredible (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't believe how amazing my life is like oh my god (sighs) oh yeah um but anyways um super great intro for us then talking about fixing your problems 50 episodes (laughs) in and we're still right where we started (laughs) really selling our qualifications (laughs) well to be fair in our description we say things we have no business giving advice on so there is a disclaimer and i feel like the thing the the thing that we went with and the reason we wanted to start this podcast is because like we are having issues like we're obviously not like perfectly <laughs> healthy happy people what and it was speak just for yourself like... <laughs> i'm doing it's great kinda, i am the best i've ever been um and it's just kind of like talking to other people and giving advice from things that we've gone through because obviously we've dealt with a lot of shit and it's also like i feel for me at least it's part of normalizing that Mm-hmm. Like, as much as you might think that no one understands what I'm going through, like, there are other people who have gone through the shit you're going through. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Because, you know, it's all on that fine line of, like, you know, not wanting to, like, just sing about our issues um because of course there's other things going on but also wanting to help other people by bringing them to like and also that's what my therapy sessions are for singing about your issues yeah 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 i haven't gotten therapy in a long time so could uh could be part of my dilemma in life currently but i took a really long break and then i started with a new therapist what was it last week i think and i was like Oh, whatever. And then she literally, like, one session, I was like, holy fuck. Like, oh, my God. She did not have to do me like that. <laughs> I need to go find, like, see it. Like, I loved our our therapist because we had the same one <laughs> last year. Um, but, like, that was more on, like, coping mechanisms. And yeah. I feel like I need to go. Like, I've learned the coping mechanisms now. Do I practice them all the time? No. But I have learned them. Like, it's better. Um... But I feel like I need to go to one that's more um, for <laughs> diagnosing my, my other issues. Well, that's what I said to her, too, because I said, like, I was seeing a psychotherapist and this woman's a psychologist and she's actually in Ottawa. Um, so oh, we yeah. can share a therapist again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and I was saying to her, it just like it was fine. Like, it was good, but it felt very surface level, you know, and it like. I guided the sessions, which was probably not the best idea because it meant that I never talked about the things that I should be talking about because I didn't want to talk about them. Yeah. So I told her, I'm like, you need to, like, force me to talk about shit. Yeah. I probably knew that, too, because with with our therapist, it was just kind of like, I would talk about things, but then when she'd say, like, oh, are you going to do this? Are you, like, practicing it? And I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to, (laughs) like, tell her that I didn't want to or that, like, I couldn't bring myself to it so it was just kind of (laughs) like i would just tell her no she'll be like so do you think you can do this and i'm be like i'm gonna be honest with you Haley, i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not gonna do this and she'd be like like, confrontation i'm like "Uh -uh." i'm like yeah yeah i definitely will Uh uh-huh and then when the next time when she'd be like did you do it i'd be like like a handful of times 
I did my best. No, I would tell her, like, it's not that I don't want to, and it's not that I think this is dumb. I just know myself, and I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, still good. I feel like this is us, like, unselling. Still good to go to therapy. Um, And I did, like... I did, like, 12 or 13 sessions with that therapist. So, like, I learned, like, I did a lot for the coping mechanisms and did a lot. And I definitely recommend doing that. But then, yeah, you know, that's where learning that, like, sometimes you may need a little bit more therapy. Honestly. Think. Like, my therapist, like, came and she, like, <laughs> I was just laughing so hard. And she's, like, she literally said to me, so what are you doing for yourself, like, every day or like week whatever like what do you do for yourself that sparks joy and I like literally stopped and she goes that was a trick question because I know the answer is nothing joy I "I don't know her (laughs) I was like excuse me (laughs) I was like I see what you did there (laughs) yeah okay yeah um so, yeah, our intro is just going to be really trying to get uh, everyone to go to therapy. We're all just... The benefits of going to therapy. We're all just doing our best over here. Honestly. Um, anywho, I guess should we get into the questions? I guess so. That is the reason they're all here. All three of them. Yeah. Or maybe it is to hear about our issues. <laughs> maybe they like it. They want the drama. <laughs> okay. Um, first question... Uh, my mom is almost 60 and just got out of a relationship with a much younger guy. She started joking about dating my childhood best friend. I told her not to and said that it would be really gross and uncomfortable. I just found out that they have been seeing each other. She's been posting pics on Facebook of them and blocked me from seeing the post, so I didn't know until my friend told me. I confronted her and she said she just didn't she just didn't want to hear my shit. She said every, everyone else is okay with it, including his mom, and I'm the only one with a problem, which this is also not true. I don't know what to do. This is, like, super cringy. Yeah. I I actually saw a Facebook video um, about this kind of the day. Like, you know, like, one of those Facebook videos pops up and it's like, I'm dating my teenage son's... Uh, oh, teenage yeah, son's like, legal. all the clickbait stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she was dating her, like, 20-year-old son's, like, current best friend. I don't... Um, okay, because part of me is, like, age is just a number whatever like if they're happy doesn't matter they're both consenting adults who cares but on the other hand i think it's it takes on a different meaning when you've known that person since they were a child that's where it's weird and like that's i would if i were her i'd be like this is so fucked up like i'm so uncomfortable like i would be disgusted too yeah like if you were an adult and you knew that person as a child it just seems weird to me to like date them because like i picture it like especially if they were like your childhood best friend if i think like to like you or renee or anyone like my mom like knew you guys really well and it's like they're my dad and like them will see you as like like children or like you know like you know along the lines same lines as they see your child your own children exactly like want to date that person when they're like legal um, it's a little icky it's a little That's icky. the clinical term. It's a little icky. Yeah, I can definitely understand why you would, like, say it feels gross and uncomfortable. And also, like... There are so many men the out there. That, like, you... T- yeah, honestly. So many men. And what sucks the most, though, is that, like, 
you told her that you like thought it was really gross and you were uncomfortable and then she purposely started dating for like hiding it from you that she was dating him yeah exactly and it's like that's the thing right it's like you were honest and then she just what didn't didn't care and did it anyways I don't know. I so. It's just weird to me. And it's also, like, the hiding it from you, like, would you have not found out if your friend hadn't said what the fuck? Right? Like, how long... Well, I wonder how long she's been dating it, him and, like, hiding it from him. And also, like, if you're trying to hide something, like, probably don't post about it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you blocked your daughter, but you obviously know that they have mutual friends. Yeah. And, like, um... I feel like if you're hiding something, that means you know that it's wrong or someone else will be hurt by it or something like that, right? Like, if you were like, no, this is super comfortable, everyone's fine with it, I think they'll come around, then you would just tell them up front because it's you in your eyes, you're not doing anything bad. But, like, hiding it, I feel like, makes it seem like you thought you were doing something bad or it would hurt that person. Yeah, I think that I just didn't want to hear your shit. Like, that's a bullshit cop-out. Yeah. That's also so, like so rude like someone's your child is coming up to me and like that makes me uncomfortable you're dating my childhood best friend and you're just like ah, i just don't want to hear your shit <laughs> like okay i don't know what cool. would you do if this was happening i don't know because i mean well, i mean guess, guess what you what can you do like disown your mom <laughs> like <laughs> she's can, like 35 filing for emancipation and yeah. like it doesn't matter like what do you want us to do <laughs> just move away it's good <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like I would just have to have a really real conversation and be like, look, we're both adults. If you wanted to see them, it should have been a conversation with me and not you hiding it and um doing it behind my back. Because not only does that hurt more, it also, like, it just puts it on a bad light that, like, you didn't know about this secret relationship that your mother was in. Like, it's just makes a it's, shittier situation it's also a little weird though because like if he's supposedly like her childhood best friend like or, i don't know maybe they're not close now or but like if they are still close it's weird that he also was hiding it you know what i mean like the yeah. whole thing is just I, so weird i'm gonna assume they're not close because they said childhood best friend and not like current best friend but maybe they know. meant like they've been they friends. like they just wanted to highlight that they've known each other that long. i don't know either way i think it's really weird and if i were you i would just be like this makes me super uncomfortable you know how i feel about it like i i don't want to hear about it talk about it be around it like i'm gonna act like this is not happening yeah yeah i would kind of say the same i i'd be like i really wish you had told me more about it and i need you to give me time and space to come to terms with it like of course, it's not your job to tell your, your mother who to date and stuff like that. Like, you have no control over that. But you have a right to need space and to come to terms with it. And if you're not comfortable, not, not be around it. Mm-hmm. And so. I mean, like, whatever. Maybe it'll run its course. And then you yeah. don't have to deal with it for much longer. But I would just completely, like, remove myself from the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would do what she didn't do and have a fucking conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ugh. I feel for you. I really do. Yeah, that's shitty. I don't know about why. I don't know. The idea of, like, my dad dating a childhood best friend is, makes me want to scream and vomit. Well, now, how do you think I feel when, like, literally all my friends would be like, oh, my God, your dad has a sleeve. Let's show me a picture. And I'd be like, no. And then they'd, like, find one on my Facebook. And I'd be like, stop. Especially when I worked at the bar. 
People would do that, and I'm like, this is, no, I, no, I can't. I know. My mom always talks about how, um, they, the, all the moms used to talk about your dad. Um, about the amazing meatballs he made. He does make really good meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom said. She's like, yeah, everyone used to talk about that. She's like, they're really good meatballs. <laughs> they are. They're really good. Everyone else is like, oh my god, he's so hot. My mom's like, those are good meatballs. The meatballs, though. <laughs> Oh, uh, cringe. Cringe. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. next question. Yeah. Good luck to you. Next question. <laughs> um, I've been dating this girl for four years. Her friends are constantly traveling and going out on weekends with their significant others. I have a license, but I don't feel comfortable enough with driving. We both live with our parents. This is, like, very, like, mm, 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 the way it's yeah. written. Um, <laughs> we both live with our parents, so we have little to no privacy. I really wish to do more adult plans, but I don't make a lot of money and living at home really limits what we do. My girlfriend broke up with me once over this and we argue about it a lot. How can I improve my situation? Is there anything that I can do? Tia's first critique is to, um, about your writing. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, make it flow better. Um, I just feel like you really could have used commas a bit more, you know? (laughs) Um, how can I improve my situation is their question. I mean, I would say move out, but he already said, like, with the money he makes, it's not really possible. Yeah. Um. Oh, but, like, what do you mean your girlfriend broke up with you once over this? Like, she broke, she broke up with you, why? Because you're poor? Right. I, well, maybe because they weren't doing enough. Like, sh- maybe they weren't, like, dating and she kind of felt like, I don't know. I know but like, you can a lot of do people do, other but, like, things. because, you know. Yeah, maybe they weren't doing other things. Maybe from her perspective, they weren't doing anything. But um, it does suck because, like, if you can't afford it, I don't know. Like, there's a time especially if, Like, I'm assuming that they're probably in their 20s or whatever. Yeah. Like, relatively young. Like, that's a hard time. You're not making a lot of money and you are just kind of getting by. Like, my boyfriend and I, like, we don't have money to go out on fancy days either. But, like, he comes over we make dinner or do something. Like, it's you just have to at this age, like, mm-hmm. and I think any age, like, just notice the smaller things and don't be like expecting that you're gonna go on all these expensive dates and trips all the time yeah like there's so much that you can do that doesn't have money but like i guess it is a two-parter though because one he doesn't make a lot of money and two like they both live at home so it's kind of hard to have those like romantic like fun activities Mm -hmm. like when you're in your parents house you know yeah start packing if you live somewhere nice enough you could pack like picnics and go out I yeah. feel like how you can improve your situation is maybe come up with, like, smarter, cheaper things you can do with her. Like, go for picnics or, you know, like, I don't know what else is, like, outdoors that you could do or anything. Or, like, if your parents are out, then, like, ask them if they can leave so that she can come over and you can cook her a nice dinner or do something that, like, a mm-hmm. bit... I guess they said they're strict, though, so I don't know if they will, but... Um, uh, I don't know where I was going with that anymore. <laughs> And brain's gone. Oh, so that she, like, she's not focusing on as much of, like, what you aren't doing because you guys are doing things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, uh, like, that would be my advice, too. Like, just try and come up with other things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money. Like, and things that are family-friendly. Like, I feel like you, yeah, you can still make dinner together in your parents' house. Like, just wait Mm -hmm. until, like, they're done their dinner and do it a little bit later. Or, like... I don't, I think there has to be more effort on both parts. Like, I think it's shitty 
that she broke up with you once over this, but, like, I get it if she felt like you weren't putting effort in. Yeah. But there's so much you can do that doesn't require money. Yeah. And, I mean, she needs to be putting in more effort as well, like, other than expecting you to go on, like, trips and going out and stuff like that. Like, if that's all she's, the only effort she's putting in is trying to plan those, then, like, that's not good enough from her end either. Like, she needs to respect that you don't have the money and that you you can't be spending that. And it's, I think it's more so... Yeah, right? Like, I think it's because her, like, he says her friends are doing it, and, like, they're going out mm-hmm. on the weekends and traveling, and, like, okay, that's great. I have friends who are out there living their best life, and they travel all the time, too. Am I doing that? No. No. I don't, because I can't. <laughs> yeah. I get, like, it is hard sometimes when you're, especially with, like, social media, like, today's day and age, um... To, like, see other couples doing things, going on trips and doing all that. that you, Like, of course, sometimes you get, like, a little jealous. Like, that's, I feel like that's fine to be like, oh, I wish that, like, we could do that and stuff like that. But I think it's just focusing on the things that you can do. Like, if you guys mm-hmm. live close enough together that you can get together and do these things, then, like, I don't know. Maybe they, be like, okay, we'll save up for one, like, thing a month where we, like, yeah. go mini golfing or do something else that, like, costs a bit of money. Yeah, they also say, like, they have a license, but they're not comfortable enough with driving, which is fair, but Mm -hmm. you're also not going to get comfortable with driving if you refuse to drive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I personally was a terrible driver. Um, I didn't leave the parking lot for the first five times driving my car, and I also didn't put my foot on the gas for the first two times. (laughs) I went, like, five kilometers an hour around the Holly parking lot. (laughs) I learned to drive for five minutes in the JOA parking lot and then my dad said there's the gas there's the brake drive me home yeah and I was like Um, what (laughs) I had like panic attacks I was like no no and then I think I drove home from the Holly parking lot which if you you personally know where my family lives it's very um, close (laughs) a minute 30 30 seconds maybe I was also learning in my Uh, dad's like truck so it was like I, yeah. I don't know. And you you were at the bottom of our hill. Um, oh, yeah. Drive up, so. That stupid hill. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, our advice there is just practice a little bit with driving. Like Tia said, you're not going to get comfortable if you don't do it. Like, just do small yeah. trips. Maybe that's, maybe you can be like, hey, date night, you come over, we're going to drive around a little bit to, like, help me get a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Just go on a little and then, drive. And, like, get coffee or something. Yeah. I love going on drives. My boyfriend was like, I'm going to pick you up if he had, like, a car. And he's like, I'm going to pick you up. Let's drive around. Sure. Get me yeah. a snack, and I'm a happy girl. <laughs> and, like, until, like, do that in small increments. And, like, there's also, also, oh, my God. My brain just, like, broke. <laughs> um, There is also public transit. If you guys have other plans or want to do other things and you don't want to drive, like, just take the bus. Yeah. I'm they fucking, I'll be 26 middle, fuck, this fuck year. I just... still take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely options. You just have to be a bit more creative. Um, and I don't know, just don't... My boyfriend, I remember we had an argument once because he said, like, you're making things a competition that don't need to be... Like, our relationship isn't a competition. We're not basing it off other people or whatever else or what one person did for the other. Like, it's, that's another thing that's, I don't know if it's similar with this, but, like, um, 
Like, I was like, well, I made you these desserts and stuff like that, so I don't get why, like, you aren't doing this for me. And he's like, it's not, no, it's not a competition. Just because you did something yeah. for me doesn't mean that I have to do something for you. And if you're making it, like, this tally. um, But anyways, yeah, just, just, like, do things because you want to be together. Don't, like, make it based off, like, what other people are doing. Yeah, exactly. So that's our advice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Last question. Okay. Um, how to keep up with cleaning when you have depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Uh, I don't live in filth. I do tidy things up, but getting to things like the dishes, clearing off my office desk, etc., is all very difficult for me to keep up with. It's hard to start any of these tasks when I feel like I lost most of my time to work anyway. What are some things I can do to keep up with it all better? Uh, depression? Check. Anxiety? Check. ADHD? Check. Do I also struggle with this? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a pile of clothes beside me currently on the floor because I just can't. Like, I look at it and I'm like, I'm going to clean that up. And then it's just like a part of me is just like, it, it just seems so much, so much work. It literally yeah. is a sweater and a pair of pants that I can just toss in the laundry <laughs> two centimeters from it. And I'm like, that is just overwhelming. I, I do it. I mean, you know how I am. Like, I am very, very tidy, and I like things to be where they're supposed to be. And, like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm good that way. For me, especially lately, I think because my depression has just been, like, getting so much worse. It's, like, the actual, like, cleaning, cleaning. Like, vacuuming, cleaning my bathtub. Like, those are things I used to do at least once to, like, one to two times a week. And I have not vacuumed my apartment, I think, in a month. Like, my wow. lungs are coated with cat hair. I vacuumed once since moving here because my boyfriend was coming over and I didn't want him to get, like, too much animal hair with his allergies. I didn't yeah. want him to complain. Um. <laughs> but it's also, like, I'm struggling to, like, I, you know how I have on my desk my little trays that have, like, my lipsticks and, like, my face stuff? Like, I've been sitting here every single day being like, oh, I should really organize this because it's getting a little crowded right now. It would take me two minutes to just yeah. rearrange the... And, Every day, I'm like, yeah, I should do that. Yeah, I should do that. It's bugging me, and I haven't done it. Yeah. So do you have any, like, tips for things that, like, help you get started or even just do a little bit when you're, like, in a funk? One is to commit to doing one thing and actually physically write it down. Okay. Or you can do the whole, like, you do a checklist, but you put, like, the easy wins or like the little wins on there like for stuff that you know you're gonna do like brush your teeth just so you have things to check off okay check did that check did that and then add like one small task and just write like for me it's like I know I had to make a call for an appointment that I had been avoiding and I was like yeah I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it and I was the same like you know how many jobs I work like I'm always like I don't have time I don't have time and then my therapist was like we'll just commit to it and sit down right now. She's like, when are you going to call them? And I said, okay, I have time tomorrow. She's like, okay, what time? Okay, I'll call them at 6 o'clock. So, like, I had it not, oh, yeah, maybe I'll get to that tomorrow. It's no, tomorrow at 6 o'clock, I am yeah. making this phone call. Yeah. Or, like, doing the Habit Share app really helped me when I was still using it. And, like, just being accountable to other people. Like, telling someone mm-hmm. else, yeah, I need to do this. Make sure I do it. Yeah, we were both drinking our full water bottles. Yeah. Doing all that. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like those are all like really good, like things you would hear from like a therapist. That's some good shit. Um, I mean, am I doing I any of them right now? Good. No, no, but I feel like part of the thing is like you want to have these things that are good. Like my thing is like sometimes I find the parts of my day where I'm like antsy, like while I'm working, I'm like, okay, five minute break from work. I'm going to like clean my dishes. I'm going to do this. And like, that's where like how I get things done, like really short periods throughout the day when I'm feeling like, like fidgety. Um, so if you have ADHD, that might be like a good thing too. Like maybe you're feeling fidgety. Use that to your advantage. Um, yeah. But I feel like an important thing is like not beating yourself up on the days where you just can't get yourself to do it. Yeah, like, exactly. I have this pile of laundry beside me, and like sometimes I'm like, "Wow, I'm such a fucking slob." And other times I'm like, "You know what? I'm exhausted. I'm not feeling it. I'm not gonna beat myself up over a sweater on the ground." You know? Yeah, exactly. Like it's not the end of the world if you can't do it. And actually, one thing I learned from TikTok is like how like, or things I learned from TikTok is how normal some things are. Like my biggest thing that I was always so ashamed of, um, when I was younger is that when I was like really depressed, I wouldn't I I would go days without brushing my teeth like the most simplest thing I couldn't get myself to like do because it was like a task that was like supposed to make you feel like you know taking care of yourself and I couldn't do it and I was like beating myself up over it and I think that like made it worse like just because like of course you want to try and do the things but if you can't bring yourself to do it don't beat yourself up over it like it's okay to have a shitty day exactly I mean uh, my recommendation go through TikTok and listen because you know <laughs> everyone says you, you do not have an original thought is what you learn on TikTok. Yeah, everyone seems to have those issues. Honestly, it's just like even like with my new therapist, I was telling her about how like everything just seems like a huge chore to me. Like mm-hmm. reaching out to friends making plans like going out to like see for I'm like it all seems like a chore and I don't want to do it and like there was I texted someone saying hey um like do you want to get coffee because I was like had like a split second where I was like yeah like maybe I would like to go for a walk and then they were like no like I can't today but let's go like Thursday after work and I was like oh I actually can do that so I was like yeah great the second I made the plan I was like fuck why did I do that yeah and I was like Because when I'm with my friends, like, especially if it's somewhere, like, far, or if, like, I'm leaving, like, I'm just thinking, like, okay, now I have to go there, and then I have to, like, Uber back, and then, like, I'm gonna have to be home at this time to still get ready for bed and, like, be in bed at this time because I'm gonna sleep like shit, so I at least, like, if I know I'm not gonna sleep, I at least want to be in bed to, like, rest as much as I can, and my third, I'm like, it just, like, seems like so much work, and she was like, that's literally the depression talk (laughs) and she's like you have to like remember if you are in your apartment because I said like I was also talking to her about how like I I could not tell you the last time I was in a good mood like I I genuinely like it's been years I'm either neutral or I'm like really really low like I'm either Mm -hmm. I don't feel anything I'm whatever blah 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 or I'm really low Mm-hmm. And she's, like, and, like, I said, like, I can hang out with my friends, and it's, like, yeah, like, I'm, it's fun, whatever, like, yeah, I enjoyed that, but I I wouldn't say I was in a good mood that day. Yeah. But she was, like, you have to remember, like, if you're sitting on your couch watching TV after work, you're, you might be at, like, a one or a two. If you go out with your friend, like, even for half an hour, you might be at a three or four. So she's, like, even though it doesn't feel like it's good, it's still better. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I find things, too, like, um, I guess, like, kind of similar to the habit share. Like, I even, like, sometimes, like, making these, like, things for us to record these episodes, it's, like, oh, so much work. But then, like, knowing that, like, okay, but we have to have it out by Wednesday is, like, a good thing. Like, okay, well, we have to meet up. And then once we do meet up, of course, it's, like, fine. It's fine, yeah. But (laughs) it's it's hard. It's hard, though. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, almost having that little bit, like, to be a hate, like, um... Oh my god, not attainable. Yeah. I don't know the word I was looking for. Um, no, like, not attainable, like, where, like, you hold me accountable. Accountable. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it is attainable as well, but um, <laughs> is good. And then, like, these are also better because, like, we can, we're hanging out, we're talking, but you don't have to leave. It's not a five-hour commitment. It's, like, one hour that we're sitting and chatting and... Yeah, Exactly then we can i can roll over i'm in bed right now i can just roll over i'm good it's one hour you know what that means guys there's a lot of uh stuff we're not saying in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of issues were uh, a lot of uh off the record conversations <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah I just say, you know, try and find, like, experiment with different things to see what works for you to, like, getting tasks done. And, like, the biggest thing for me is not beating yourself up over not doing it. If you go a week without, or a month without vacuuming your apartment, but maybe you, like, clean your toilet, you did dishes, like, every day, or you did this, like, find the little wins and don't beat yourself up for the things that you didn't do. Yeah, agreed. So we, oh, and also another thing that helped me is, like, having someone who, um, a friend that's a clean freak come over. (laughs) My Toronto apartment, the only reason it was ever clean is because Tia was coming over at least once a week. And her apartment's always really clean. So I was, like, and my apartment was never, like, Tia's standard of clean. But, like, if she wasn't coming over, it would have been a fucking pigsty. And now that I'm in this apartment, like, my boyfriend's coming over. So, like, that makes it. Yeah. Like, just sometimes it's bad, but sometimes having someone come over where you're like, okay, I need to clean up for them, it makes yeah. it easier than cleaning up for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's our advice. That's it. Amazing. That's all we got for you. Sending our love to you, too. Like, hope you're... Fine. Yeah. Hope this person's doing okay. I am in the you. same place mentally, mm-hmm. so I get it. Yeah. Best of luck to you in the future. All right. Thank you guys for writing in. Um, if you have your questions, you can send them to we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. As always, uh, we have our Instagram, Twitter. You know the deal by now. It's episode 50. Like, get it together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening. Bye.